welcome to our first Alpha Media podcast. Um, this is actually the second time recording this, so I'm hoping it'll all go well this time. Um, so, just sort of introduce our first podcast. This this uh, sort of episode is going to be a bit about our story and stuff like that. Um, with the host, obviously, the plan is in future to have guests on on the podcast. Um, so, what we sort of cover off is business, entrepreneurship, uh, and a bit of lifestyle as well. So, um, my name's Ben. Uh, I'm sort of 33. Um, interesting facts about myself is I've got a little daughter. Um, and yeah, just sort of Dave, you want to introduce yourself? Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And this is, yeah, the second time we're doing this. Hopefully this is going to work. Uh, I'm Dave. I'm 32. I'm going to be 30, 33 this year. Single. Uh, no kids. Uh, my interests are mostly sort of supercars and sort of good good living, you know. Yeah, that's that's me in a, in a sort of a nutshell. So how we sort of plan to do this is we're going to ask each other, like, some questions that we've got out, uh, listed out. Um, and through sort of asking them questions, it should like play out our stories and give our story about ourselves as well. So, um, and hopefully, just flow from there, really. Yeah. So, uh, today, if you want me to ask away first, or Dave, or do you want to go? Or um, well, if I could just sort of start this time, because I think the previous one that we tried to do, obviously, you went first. But uh, let's change it up a bit, and I think my first question to you is, well, tell me where it all began, Benjamin. So, you know, where it all sort of the, the light bulb moment happened to you. Um, so, like I said, so previously, um, when we recorded this, um, I sort of always wanted to sort of have a baby sort of like project or a thing of my own like a business um but i don't think i had like the confidence at the time to ever like like see it through and think i could ever achieve that um so like most people i worked uh, a nine-to-five sort of retail job i worked my way up over the years to become a manager um, and then that sort of ended, and then sort of since then, I've sort of done a lot of research and sort of put myself out there to try to try these things and to give it a go um, and to pursue on uh, entrepreneurship. So that's where it sort of started for me, um, the sort of light bulb moment. What about yourself, Dave? Um, well, it's it sort of always been sort of similar to, to you, really. It's, uh, you know, always sort of been in sort of the family that always been, you have to work for someone nine to five, um, normal life, sort of nothing else, if you know what I mean, kind of thing, in terms of just work, 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 and then sort of live in this sort of rat race, as, you know, I'm sure you're aware, same, you know, sort of the rat race kind of thing, nine to five, Monday to Friday, or work on weekends or whatever. Um, I think it's sort of changed for me when you started, you know, first looking at people on 
sort of social media and YouTube and things like that. Obviously, you can't really believe everything that you see. Um, but that's that is sort of bringing, you know, ideas that, well, actually, there is something else out there. You don't have to be working for someone else kind of thing, you know. Um, me coming from sort of the retail background through and through, you know, started at different retailers, uh, always working for someone else's dream. Um, and then obviously, you know, sort of meeting you as well through retail, we sort of started chatting and things like that. Um, that sort of opened up, you know, the mind a little bit in terms of what uh, there is actually something else out there, isn't it? Um, and I think what happened sort of a few years ago with, you know, the pandemic and thing, that sort of opened up things a little bit more as well in my mind in terms of, you know, at the end of the day, you're still a number to a company. They'll never treat you in the right way. So if something was to go wrong, they'll just get rid of you, you know. Um, and this is sort of, you know, stuck with me, to be fair. And it's quite quite bad, really, for a lot of companies to do that. So that sort of was the light bulb moment, actually, to say, to be fair, you know, I would like to have something of my own or of our own together, if you know what I mean. That obviously we're both going to work really hard to do, to do, to deliver, and, you know, have, have fun while we do it as well. And it's kind of our dream thing instead of working for someone else. Yeah, uh, I like that's sort of like that's a lot of the points you sort of covered there, really, about um, just that reali realization. I know we both went through it of like just being a number to a company. I think people say it to you until it actually you it happens to you in that day where you sort of depart from. A company especially if you've put your all into it and that's all you've ever done you've worked for them yeah um and then at the end of the day it's just it's just business it's redundancy whatever it Nothing. is whatever you title it part ways and she just a number and that's it and you on to the next job or venture isn't it so yeah and i suppose yeah, a lot so. of people you know the one that sort of you know are still doing things in are in retail or whatever the business is, is very it's sad to see or to obviously to sort of like know that they're literally just waking up every single day to go to the same job and they haven't got any sort of like uh inside if you know what i mean as a as a being an interesting person or anything like that a lot of times we've met people like that as well and there's still people out there that obviously stayed in the companies that we left that are not very interesting as people and they literally just work their shifts go home and then wake up the next day and do exactly the same there's nothing more to them um but both of us i'm glad we've obviously you know we've met each other we've done what we've done because we're now it feels like we're more interesting like there is lots that's happened we've got things to talk about and stuff like that which is quite quite nice it's quite refreshing yeah definitely 100 percent um so I'd sort of, with my question, I'm going to take it back a bit and just um, ask, so where did you grow up, Dave? Sort of what was your childhood like, just for so people that are viewing know a bit more of your backstory? So I was born in Poland, raised in Canada, and now I'm here with both of my parents. I really have a bit of a... A small family, you know, family decided to be scattered all over the world, really. So I've got, you know, family from sort of 
still in Toronto, Florida, Chicago, and all sorts of places, Germany and stuff like that. So we're all sort of, it just feels like this, this whole family just seems to be a bit of a traveling community or something like that. It just keeps traveling from country to country <laughs> trying to find this better, better future, you know. Um, again, when I was in Canada, sort of growing up, um, my dad had his sort of own company, construction, flooring and stuff like that. So that sort of was, you know, nice to see that obviously he was trying to sort of get out of this habit of working for someone else and actually try all his own sort of skills, if you know what I mean. It was quite nice to see. Obviously, every single summer when I was sort of like from 13 years, from about the age of 13 onwards, I was used to help him. So any sort of school holidays or anything like that, I used to just help him get the extra cash in, if you know what I mean. So I can then buy myself when I then had a chance, a car and things like that. So, uh, yeah, it's sort of a working family, really, um, through and through, really. So, yeah, how about you? Uh, probably not as exciting as <laughs> sort of family history <laughs> background, but um, sort of born in, like, Midlands of England, obviously, like, UK. Uh, Midlands, like, Leicestershire sort of area. Um, and then sort of not really moved too far from there really that's sort of not really like loads of travel i've just sort of stayed yeah. in the bottom half of the uk basically um in terms of like i like the bit you just covered off what you were saying about like your dad and what he did and that sort of my parents um mum's always worked for like a company and worked for someone um, and my dad's always been like in self-employed. Um, so growing up in terms of looking at what work sort of looked like for me, uh, I was always quite interested in both sides. So sort of my work history yeah. going up till now, it's been a mixture really of being doing like self-employed adventures and trying that out. But then, obviously being employed for a good length of time as well. So um, just to just to cover that off, really, I liked how you covered that off, so I thought I'd just yeah. mention that a bit as well. Yeah. So I've got something, obviously I wanted to sort of obviously ask you. Um, so who has been sort of the biggest influence on your sort of life and your sort of the journey through things and stuff? Um, I guess like biggest influence, like non-celebrity influence, and it's really where I've seen the biggest change in my life and things like head more quickly forwards is um, like my daughter. I think like mm -hmm. when she came along and that became my sort of why, like why why do you want to do something and like she comes you sort of your biggest thing you strive for is that yeah it sort of changed my direction in life like a hell of a lot like like I think back now before she came along I was trying for many years to become a manager and then within that year of her being uh, like a retail manager that is um, within that year of her being born I achieved it and then went even higher within the company from there um, so when I think of like my biggest influence, she has to stand out above all. And even now, like 
she motivates me and like she don't even know she does it she pushes me to like a place where I don't think if she were about I'd push myself to if that makes sense yeah yeah so yeah what, what about yourself um, well, my big, my biggest sort of influence to obviously to do this and sort of break out of this this habit working for someone else, it's well, it's my parents really. Uh, I sort of want to do this so they can retire happy, retire early, have that sort of comfortable life and stuff like that. Because at the end of the day, I haven't sort of got anyone else. I'm not married. I haven't got any kids, so I've decided just to sort of like do all this to sort of return the. How do you say it? So I was going to say, it was return the favour in a way. Obviously, they've helped me when I was growing up. I want to help them sort of when they're about to retire and stuff like that. So I have this bit more of a comfortable life, you know, sort them out, help them out. So they got a nice and easy sort of ride and then just relaxing. And then I can sort of think about myself, really. Um, but, yeah, that's essentially just that. Just sort of, you know, say, a, a, give a massive thank you to my parents, you know, by obviously doing all this. This is my sort of, you know, that'll be my greatest goal to actually finally say to them, here you go. Off you go. I've done this. This is all paid for. Enjoy. Uh, you know, thank you for everything kind of thing. You know, that's my sort of, uh, yeah, that is sort of the influence that just sort of drives me, you know, to get done and deliver. Yeah. No, that's cool. Um, is there sort of, like, on this journey so far and since you've, like left uh, previous employments and stuff. You have any regrets? On anything that you've anything that you've done since? Or? Uh, well, the only regret is that we couldn't start this um, much earlier. Really, in terms of obviously leaving the previous employments and 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 the sort of the people behind. Really, no, I haven't got really any regrets. Like, I'm happy with the decisions that, you know, I've made personally as a person. If that comes through, you know, work, relationships and things like that, I'm totally happy with all that. The only regret is that I couldn't do it any earlier and I couldn't really find out about things that have happened earlier so I could sort of prevent them and, you know, move on quicker. Um, yeah, so that's, that's really the only sort of regret kind of thing. What about you? Um, don't really have any regrets, like, I've noticed on this journey that is you start learning things quicker. I think it's like a snowball rolling downhill. Really, it's like the terminology is that you you seem to pick up things and learn things quicker. And it's like the you want to how can I word it? You want to have known all this. A year earlier, if you know what I mean, so a lot, yeah. a lot sooner. So I guess it's not a regret. It's because you can't change that. But it's like mm-hmm. I wish I could have picked up information the way I do now back then. But I think my mind has developed so much within the last two years uh, to where it is now that it can it can take that information and like sort of. Di- like what's it like di- dissect like, analy- everything isn't yeah, it yeah that's it dissect dissect it all and like analyze it and break up what is like tangible and useful and what is obviously yeah not not, not worth your time so 
I sort of will have to add to that, really, because I will say this. From when we started, and obviously all that information, because it's, it's really hard, and you'll probably agree with me on this. It's in terms of, obviously, because when you work for someone else, you sort of learn their way, and it always sticks with your mind because, you know, for example, the training that you do, the people that you speak to and all that is sort of retail, retail, retail. So I remember obviously starting this journey. And for me, especially, it was one of those I had to change the way I think, if you know what I mean, about things and learn new things. Um, for me, that was that was great because obviously that, again, opened up my eyes on so many different levels. Um, you know, sort of, uh, again, develops you as a person, a better person. Um, but yeah, it, it, you, through that journey for the two years, it's been a lot of information going through my mind, especially for me. I don't know about you, but yeah, a lot of things I've learned I didn't never imagine existed, if you know what I mean, or how you do things and stuff like that in the online world as such. Yeah, same really. Like, it. I think like I heard this somewhere, and it's always stuck me. Is that? I think life is not just like a road map and it's like a straight course. It zigzags here, there and everywhere. And I think you go through certain things and certain experiences through life to prepare you for where you want to get to it. And you might not even know fully what that end goal actually looks like because it might be like a it's kind of what you think but slightly different version of it, if you know what I mean. Um, so I think you go through all these things, and I, I just I try, I try not to take anything negative. I try to take it all as positive as the, the things I learned through management and stuff. I learned some key skills and key things from a, a I get like a management business perspective. Uh, but now, since yeah. leaving that, I know that I like to learn fairly quickly a lot of new skills, whether it's like. Uh, personal skills through routine and day-to-day -day stuff or whether it's through um, actual task skills but it's actually learning how to become a better marketer more than anything yeah and Which I think is, we've taken some of the aspects of the job as well then we sort of gone back from retail like the meetings that we do and things like that it's sort of like what retail taught us as retail managers as well isn't it so like we're doing like sort of similar so there's similarities as such you know but again you know working for our dream instead of someone else's but yeah the sort of the aspect and the structure as such how we do things and stuff yeah it's quite quite similar i would say yeah just like everything you go through it builds character and builds your overall character everything's a life experience even this this is first podcast so i'm not expecting it to be <laughs> the best thing and obviously it's taken us a little while to get into the flow of it and stuff but over time just keep doing them it's repetition it's consistency yeah you're just gonna it's just gonna become natural it's just like with anything so kind of lost oh, where like who asked what a question now <laughs> you kind of went i'll probably go for the next one i think yeah no, that's fine. I think what I was going to ask you, uh, so how would you like to, so with everything that we sort of discussed in terms of like the, the, the life and how things are, so how would you like to be remembered as an individual? I think how sort of I've put it 
to you before and to like close family and friends is that I'd like to be remembered for something that I created for something not to be just mm-hmm. and I've had this discussion with different people and close family and obviously everyone has loads of different views on this is that it doesn't it's a bit of a thing it doesn't matter if you create anything and that and you just exist like within a few years the people who knew you like the closest will be the only ones that remembered you and all this and I just think that's like a negative way of just looking at it like you only live once you've got to give it your all in every aspect that's how I look at it you've got to yeah that's see true. see the beautiful planet we live on and see things and have experiences but at the same time you've got to like go all out from like a career or like project or whatever you want to call it or label it you want to go all out you want to be remembered for something so that that's how I've always felt so I'd like to be remembered for something that I've created and something that I could hopefully be passed on within uh, yeah. the generations and the family. So well, what about yourself? Um, I, I will say this, like I said it before, we are quite, quite similarly minded. So I think for me, again, I would like to be remembered for something that has been successful as a, as a business. I want to be remembered that, you know, whether if it's family or people that we sort of associate with, to remember me for, wow, he was the guy who actually come out of the rat race, come out of the retail, come out of this, created something, made it successful with his friend, delivered it, made it the best thing possible. Um, but yeah, there is there is something that sort of caught me as well that I was watching sort of recently is, I think it was one of the American actors, I think it was Denzel Washington or someone, said that... Um, you know, you're, like you said, you only live once, right? And you want to sort of, sort of do the best. You want to, like, sort of live the best life possible. You want to sort of achieve everything that you wanted because I, I, on your deathbed, you are, he said, you are going to have different versions of yourself. And those are the versions of yourself that you could have could have made it, like, you could have been, you could have become, but you never made it happen, and you sort of, like, lay, he was explaining, it sort of, like, you lay in his bed, on your deathbed, and you sort of, like, you've got different, like, three or four different versions of yourselves that you could have actually become someone, but because of how you've dealt your life and how you sort of were, you haven't become that person. So, for me, I think the most important thing is to be, like, remembered for the best version of myself, really, you know, like, like I said before, come out of that, sort of rat race come out of this sort of like sadness coming out of you know come out of this sort of like working for someone else's dream and literally just create something that's fantastic and like you know people can talk about it you know not even the people that know you or those two guys from Norfolk you know come out with this successful they're everywhere you know why not you like you said you live only once right might as well be the best life ever so Yeah, I think, like, I've always been in the mind of, like, beat yesterday and, like, always build on yourself. So I always tried to better how I was yesterday and different mm-hmm. in all different aspects, whether that's from a health and fitness point of view or whether that's from, like, mind, business, body and soul sort of thing. 
is um, yeah. just you only live once. Just do the best the best you can. And like, I saw this TikTok the other day, and I thought it was brilliant. Is that I think a lot of people, and this is where I went wrong for a long time, is that you feel that you've got to make proud like your kids, your pet, your parents, family, brothers, sisters, friends, whatever. But the only two people you need to make proud is the eight-year-old version of you and the eight-year-old version of you. And I just thought that oh, was brilliant that, yeah. how it was put. I just thought that was brilliant how that was put. And, that, and I even shared it. And I just thought that was just awesome, that was, because it just captured it perfectly. And it, it was so simple, but so effective. Oh, yeah. And it's it's 110% true, to be fair, because those are the two people that, you know, you should, you should make prouder, really, isn't it? Yeah, like, it's, if you always set yourself out to try and please everyone else one they'll never they'll never be pleased with what you achieve or with you um and you're just going against yourself you just not ultimately you'll just feel this slight unhappiness or regrets or what if i'd uh, done this and stuff and that's kind of what happened to me is i'd got fed up of trying things only for a short period of time and getting persuaded off of it through, like, family, um, like, old friends back in the day, I guess, to a certain degree, and just get, like, sort of pulled in a direction of, oh, you'll never be good enough for that, or you never do that, and then you just, like, settle. And yeah. you, what you start to realise, you then start settling in every aspect of your life then whether that's relationships, whether that's work, whether that's dreams, standards, car, <laughs> the list goes on. You yeah. just start becoming settling with everything, and then you think, oh, what's, what's going on here? I don't even recognize myself anymore. Yep, I can uh, speak from the experience that has happened to me plenty of times before in my uh, sort of, you know, relationship career as such, you sort of like, you know, forget who you really are as a person and stuff, and you sort of just get in this sort of, uh, I don't know, I was going to describe it as a conveyor belt, just carry on going and going in circles and stuff with the same stuff. You don't seem to come out of it, you know, like you become really lazy and stuff. I hate that now. I really do hate that. This is why, you know, even going back to that, the whole relationship aspect, I when I go on dates now, I sort of ask a lot more questions. Because at the end of the day, if I'm going to try to get, you know, in a relationship with someone, I would like them to have, to be sort of like-minded. You know, they'll want to achieve something in their lives. This is why it's so hard, I think, for both of us to actually, and I've noticed that, to find someone decent. Because a lot of, again, people are stuck in this rat race, aren't they? People are stuck in this sort of one-sided mind. Like, it's literally just one way or the other, there isn't anything out there. There is literally a, a tiny amount of people out there who are sort of thinking outside of the box that want to create something something better with their life, isn't it? Yeah, like, I think it's definitely, like, you feel this more in certain countries, I think, and it's like a cultural thing. Like, yeah, you're always going to have those few individuals that go against the grain and different. But I think as like an overall, if you used to put it into percentages, that 
there's certain countries that are just very much just like I don't know how to even word it really just just like put their dreams second to just being practical and just there and just basically just settling in every aspect of their life I think there's a lot of countries who are really like this and a lot of people because like the majority of people that I you know spoken to as well no matter where or for what sort of topic there, there's a lot of people out there who are sort of like just settling in there isn't like when you ask them like you know what do you want to become in five to ten years a lot of time most of the time that I've spoken to those people they just say oh I want to do what I want to like do I don't want to do anything else and you sort of like well is that the best you can do with your life or is there more out there and you sort of start start questioning that, and they haven't got an answer. Like, I've asked a few people, and they literally haven't got an answer to it, why they don't want to sort of change their life, and they're just happy where they are, you know? Yeah, like, I think it's probably a good question for next week's guests uh, on the podcast. Oh, yes. Being from a, another area of the world, I won't disclose, obviously, what that is yet, because I'll leave it till next week. But we'll keep that a secret. a good question. <laughs> It's probably a good question to ask because they'll know from their experiences in their country and if they've travelled as well. Yeah. Whether that is, See what else is out there. Whether it is like that, is it everywhere or is it just certain pockets of the world and certain cultures that are yeah. like this? So, yeah, I've kind of got lost where we are in the questions now. <laughs> No, it's fine. I'll, I'll go. I'll go again. Actually, I've got. I've, I'm on a roll now. I'm on a roll. So, <laughs> if you could, if you could interview someone, anyone from your or from your life, living or dead, um, obviously cannot be celebrity as well. So, if you think of obviously if not someone in your family, but or whatever, um, who would it be? So, who would you sort of like to uh, interview? Um. I don't know, when we recorded this first time, he asked me this, I don't think I've got anyone. I, I know celebrities I'd like to interview, but I don't, yeah. I don't think I've got anyone like dead or alive that I'd want to interview that would sort of, how can I put it, like have an impact or have anything that would help me on the journey I'm now going on because as far as I know there's not been an entrepreneur spirit through the family history of my family there's just been like my family history is working from like if you go right back it's like come from working on farms and just yeah like hard 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 workers working hard every day morning till night but there's like nothing I don't think that it could tell me. Not that I know of. It's a good question, to be fair. It, it has stunned me every time. I know we've recorded this twice now, but every time you've asked me, <laughs> it has stunned me. And I've in that gap between, I've tried to think even more into it, but I haven't actually got anyone. Yeah. But I know you've you've got someone having it in mind, or. Um, 
yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of taking that question into more sort of uh, the personal side, if you know what I mean. So for me, what, like, two people that I sort of wanted to actually speak to, it would be my grandmothers, because I've never, never spoken to them, never met them, because they sort of both died before I was born. Um, so that's sort of someone that I would like to just to, uh, you know, have a quick conversation with, you know, tell them what I'm doing, tell them what I've been through and stuff like that. Um, just, just talk about, you know, different sort of aspects of, you know, how, how was it back in the day? Cause you know, they probably seen it a little bit different to what we are currently seeing in terms of, you know, how things were even from things like dating. How was it back in the day? You know, I, I'm, I'm quite intrigued really, you know, cause compared to what we are, the, how how we do things now to what we were, you know, 40, 50, 60 years ago. It's totally different, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Like, the world's just rapidly changing all the time. It always will do. It'll just keep getting quicker and quicker and advancing. And, like, I don't think any generation can really advise the next generation because it's already changed so much over that time. You got like a little crossover yeah. bit in between, <laughs> a bit of crossover bit in between. But apart from that, there's nothing that can like you can't like I've got a child now, and even I think like she, she's only seven, bless her. But she, like even I think like what can I tell her about the future coming? There's already stuff that's been announced now that you wouldn't think of ever happening in our lifetime. Yeah. Um, that's coming, like a talk of a metaverse, like Matrix kind of stuff. You go see these films, that uh, these films come out eight, like ten years ago or whatever, or or fifteen or whatever how old they are, and within that time already, it's becoming within grasping reach of becoming a reality. It's just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I would never, I would never thought, like in, in my eyes, in my mind, that you know, let's say a movie like Matrix or the other films that we sort of seen, like there is a lot of similarities now to what those movies were showing ten or fifteen years. I will totally agree with you on that because it is crazy how things change. You know how, let's say, fifteen years ago or twenty years ago, using contactless payments didn't exist, did it? simple things like that, how we, how we move in, how I think <clears throat> I've read this sort of a few weeks ago, actually, they're planning on putting chips in people's um, wrists so they can start paying for things contactless. So they don't have to use their phone. They don't have to use their credit cards and stuff like that. It's crazy how things go, isn't it? Like soon you're going to end up having a clock on your wrist from one of those films to says how much time you got left on this planet. That would be crazy. Like so many things, like you never know what, 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 what it's going to bring. Is it like, it's, it's scary in one way, like, because you don't know how far can we take it? How far can all those sort of big companies, everyone can take it. Um, yeah. Like, for, like sort of the normal life, like where, where, where else going, you know, it's sort of like, even now, with the war and everything it's crazy isn't it like stuff is happening like in ukraine it's just mental like what sort of even the weapons they've got and how how like what sort of strategies they, they use it's just mental like it's completely like it definitely it changed it advanced really like 
really well i was gonna say isn't it like with how how things are going everything is sort of like contactless payments this that, and everything it's just gone crazy it's just bonkers yeah it's just like sometimes you see things in the world's unrecognizable and you like disgusted at things you see or hear about and then other times you just see like the the most amazing things and hear the most amazing things it's just weird it's just that's life, isn't it? It's just how it is. That isn't going to change, is it? So. We just got to sort of, uh, you know, go with the flow, I suppose, and sort of, uh, you know, make make the best of it, you know, and sort of enjoy enjoy the journey as well, you know. Yeah, I think, like, just looking at the next question, like, like, like a good segue, I guess, the next question from me to you is that... Um, so far on this entrepreneurial journey, what has been the most key one, if you were to pinpoint one thing that has stood out above the rest, like your biggest learning from it all? Um, for me, one biggest learning from all this is finding out that there is another world out there. Essentially, like the one thing that I've, that I've learned is, again, changing that mindset and actually switching it on and actually thinking that there is other stuff out there. There is a, a different way of earning money, isn't it? Because, again, like earning income and stuff like that, there's different ways. So my biggest, one biggest thing would be obviously like finding out all that and actually making it work and using different strategies to make it work, um, yeah, and being successful with it as well. That's that's one thing that, that is for me. What about you? I think the one thing above everything that, that has to outshine the rest is mindset, just the power of mindset and how, I guess before when you work for someone, it doesn't matter, you're employed to turn up and give time. So you could be in the foulest mood or the best mood or whatever. Yeah, you probably, yeah, if you turn up in the foulest mood that day, and particularly not going to have a good day, you're probably going to get told off by your boss as well on top of that and everything's going to go wrong. But like, either way, you're employed to just turn up and do what they ask of you. But when you're yeah. entrepreneur, you work for yourself, like the power of mindset is 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 it's everything that's like i've not underestimated it one bit and i know i'm still got a long way to go with it but like the amount i've learned so far and that whether that's certain routines and daily things you do to to sort of program yourself to be like better that day in terms of your mindset whether that's doing like that time to do reflection and like like um graduate sheet daily i, I know like there's talk out there in the entrepreneurial world that there's two sides to the story people think that it's rubbish and you spend too much time having the perfect routine all that and then some are like you've got to have what works for you you've got to have your things and I've found a few key things yeah. that have really changed me. Like I've I've gone from someone 
who hated reading. I, I grew up in school. I was like not the educational type at all. Like I hated like reading and all stuff like that. I was more like hands-on doing art and stuff like that and design, which I still love yeah. art and design as well. Um, and I, if people had seen me years ago today, they'd think, wow, Ben reads for 10 minutes every day, every morning. It's a habit I've drilled in in the last two years. I don't miss reading. I'll do the read. I'll do the yeah. reading. Read, do ten minutes, and since doing that, how that's just expanded your mind. Like I remember hearing something once before. I sort of said, asked various rich people or successful people, successful people basically, what would they want their superpower to be? And I uh, hmm. can't remember exactly which who it was, but they said basically that. Um, I love the power to absorb information faster, read faster, absorb yeah. faster. And I just thought that, that was actually pretty cool because that knowledge is power. And it's like... It is, actually, yeah. I thought that's, that's uh, brilliant, that is. Brilliant. I like how you, um, you sort of brought this sort of um, point about sort of like routine and stuff like that. Because I will actually bring this up, like, I, from my personal sort of, like, well, look back, like, you know, years and years and years ago, never used to have a routine. Like, it used to just be, again, wake up, shower, coffee, go to work. And that's it. Now it's a bit different. So it's like, you wake up, so I wake up, you know, earlier, do a little bit of exercise, you know. Again, you used to do shower, coffee, this, that, and everything sort of thing. Um... And then sort of in the, obviously after work, you know, go to the gym, never used to, like before it was like a different world for me, you know, trying to go to the gym and stuff like that. I was a bit like, nah, I can't be bothered really. But again, with everything that's sort of been happening, sort of like, it's, it's that routine. You go like four or five times a, like a week to the gym and then sort of I, because you do the reading sort of in the morning, I sort of started doing it in the evening before I go to sleep. So I obviously have the book, turn everything off and do like 10, 15 minutes of literally just reading. That's sort of my routine. That's sort of like, come, I'll say calms me down, just clears your mind a little bit, which makes that, again, that sleep, those six or seven hours that you're asleep, so much better. I hate what I used to do is literally either have the laptop switched on or phone switched on and kept looking at it, staring at the screen, and then try to go to sleep. And the quality of the sleep before, used to be absolutely horrendous and like I see the difference now like I sleep less I sleep like six six and a half hours or whatever I can like see the difference of the quality of the sleep that I have for the six and a half hours which is yeah. so much better like you feel so productive so much better you don't feel you feel less tired it's great you know yeah I think like I know it's going a bit off on a tangent now but like was to on this, I just want to cover this off. Like the reason I started reading in the morning is I put it before, like as soon as I open my eyes, it's within one of the first things I do, if not the first thing. Sometimes it's the second or third thing, but I it programs your mind in such a better state. 
I think a lot of people I went wrong with this for many years until like I say recently is that I'd go straight onto my phone, start reading emails. You probably got a text from like someone <laughs> or you've got like stuff on social media before you know it you've like without even realizing you've put your subconscious down a peg or two or through the floor you you wake yeah. up from a nice sleep and you've kind of neutralized yourself and forgot about yesterday and all that and then the first thing you do is you throw yourself straight back in there so like yeah I don't look at social media stuff until, yeah, I'm, I'm not a robot. Sometimes I will glance at it in the morning, like mid-morning, but a lot of time I don't look at it in bulk until right in the evening, like till yeah. at night, because you know that whatever you see, then you're about to go sleep it off. So, so you're just taking in what people are sharing for the day, you so. So that's why I put mine in the morning. But yeah, I know I know a lot of people who read both ends of the day and all that. Like I was coming, like I was saying before, and coming back to is that you've got to find what works for you. If you are someone out there, hopefully this inspires someone. This this podcast, whenever they hear it, whether it's in the future, if they're looking to become an entrepreneur, you got to find what works for you. Don't don't just go out there and copy. And think oh such and such is doing this. You got a trial and trial and error, just test it, see what works for you. If it works, keep it in there. If it don't work, chuck it yeah, out exactly. of your routine to something else. So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. What? <laughs> we're gonna put pull it back <laughs> pull it back a bit to the story to the story side of things. Go um, for it. I just I want you to kind of share the first day we met, <laughs> the first, oh, like the first time we met each Ooh. other. So the first day we've met each other, obviously we've met in a retail company. Obviously, I'm not going to disclaim the name of that retail company. It's still, you know, one of the big six, I think, or something. But yeah, I've, I've sort of, yeah. So I've met you in retail, and I remember obviously me being. Because before I used to be really quiet. I was never that sort of open. They used to like take me a few meets of the person to actually start, you know, to have a conversation with them. Essentially, I think it was was it on the shop. It must have been on the shop floor. I think it was something like a rumble. Must have been. I come from some sort of a training or whatever. And I remember just sort of coming back. And I remember you tidying up one of the aisles and stuff. And I literally, I think I remember I literally stood next to you and then I started sort of doing exactly what you're doing because me being new to that company I literally just like copied what you were doing so taking the boxes off facing everything up and stuff like that and I think we just we shared a little conversation I think that was sort of like you know hey how are you I'm Dave or I'm Ben <laughs> sort of thing um it was literally just like the the shortest conversation from yeah from what I remember really and then sort of Gradually, we started just, you know, talking and stuff, so hanging out, you know, lunches, sort of dinners. I remember sort of like, I think both me and you spent a few good hours going through, I think, was it our Christmas scheduling at the time? Because we got told by our boss we had to do it and stuff. I remember that me and you spent a good, like, four or five hours just doing it, like, together. That was quite, quite a good fun, really. Um, but, yeah, first memory was, I think it was a, it must have been a bog roll, a toilet roll aisle or something. But I remember that, yeah, as a first memory of me, Mr. Ben. 
<laughs> I love the detail there. It was on the toilet roll. <laughs> the best style, the quickest one to rumble, my friend. <laughs> no, that's funny. Yeah, obviously, there's no point in me saying how I remember you because it's been the same story. <laughs> there you go. I've got one for you. So, what make what do you think in your sort of mind and like from what we've obviously been through because we know each other for a few good years now well sort of what seven seven eight years now we're gonna know like, we know each other for yeah um yeah, what makes us such good what makes us such good friends and how we obviously you know work together so well what do you think are we friends are we <laughs> oh i suppose so yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I've, I've just known you for eight years, but are we mates? No idea. I think there's a few things to be fair, like outside of business stuff and work and all that, it's like the banter is uh, like second to none, really. It's just so funny. Um, yep. And then I think from a business perspective is that I think you've covered it off really with what you said earlier. Just someone that's on the same wavelength and like wants to do better for themselves and not yeah. just be like settle for settle for less so i don't know what's your thoughts on that same question um yeah i i will agree with you definitely there just sort of the joking around and banter as 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 you call it yeah that is that is literally second to none you know you can message each other at 11 o'clock at night say something funny or eight or whatever something like funny and appropriate and stuff that's uh, just a lot of that so between us that's that's great uh, but yeah like what you've touched up on i think we are quite like-minded like again we both tried to get out of the rat race you know we both are you know, we're, we're thinking, we're thinking same level. You want to become someone better. You want to, you know, leave that sort of legacy kind of vibe. But, you know, we're thinking outside of the box a lot of times. We, we both are, you know, outside of the box, meaning, you know, again, you want to get out of the rat race. Again, you want to become something better. You want to work for your own sort of dream. That's, that's that. That's, that's what makes us so, so good working together because we're both striving to, to do our best, to have that best life. Because, again, from what you said previously, we only get one life. We might as well just take it to the max, deliver it, be the best versions of ourselves, work hard, and then live happy ever after, you know. You know, what's, what's stopping us if we work really hard to retire in the next seven years? By the age of 40, imagine retiring, you know, and you've got other people out there who we know who will be working until the age of 66, like and not achieving anything you know i, I want to sort of get out of that sort of yeah i want to leave working for someone else i want to become a better version of myself you know what i mean that's what i think that's you think in the same way you know we we always have I mean, so from those sort of conversations that we used to have you know in a canteen and stuff like that what you want to become what you want to do and stuff like that you've got a different vision what you want to do because you're obviously more of a fitness kind of person you know you wanted to do that and you still you're still aiming to to do it me i'm again sort of supercars and other stuff you know but we but we both have that sort of like-minded mindset you know it's good that's that's what makes us such good friends and i think we'll we'll continue just to get better and better with it won't we so with what we do and how we do things yeah i think so 
touching back on something you just mentioned a minute ago is that what really stuck out for me and what you just said is the retirement word like people work with someone and they like wanting to retire they build up to this thing and I remember seeing this fact or this statement somewhere before is that when you retire whatever age that is in your in each country or wherever it is it's, it's probably different everywhere but that segment of your life is bigger than your working amount of time or equal to, so probably 50-50 or, and people just yeah. work and then they stop and they're like, oh, what have I got to do? Some people have the odd hobby. Some, I think I where I've, this comes back to the mindset thing, where I've changed a lot the last year especially is that I don't see a finish date. I don't see a retirement date. It's, hmm. I will do what I love and continue to do it until I can't or don't want to do it anymore and want to pass it on or yeah. whatever that will be. But I don't see that that word retirement isn't even in my vocabulary anymore. Mm. I've completely just took that out is that I'm not looking to finish when I'm starting. I'm looking to start and to keep going basically. And now quick break for adverts opportunity to talk about what we're about here at alpha media we inspire others to start an online business give them the blueprints show them the way to start making their first commission online escape the nine to five we should have a link listed somewhere either around or beneath this video in the description if you click on that link you'll go through to a web page on that web page there'll be a video uh, with myself or Dave talking through what those sort of next steps look like and through that process. Um, apart from that, just in thank you for taking the time to watch our content and enjoy the rest of the podcast. Right, so with another question, um, when, I was sort of thinking, um, when this whole thing sort of came about, sort of first conversation, um, about this whole idea, obviously, of, you know, joining forces and creating something together come about. Do you remember that? Yeah, so I remember, like, inviting you over to mine for the day. It was a lovely, silly day as well. Uh, and we sort of sat on, like, a deck in or a couple of drinks and that and just had, like, a chat. And then we went off for like a walk down, because I live near the coast, so we went for a walk down the beach and stuff. And as we were like walking down there, we were talking more. And then we were on the beach for, what, probably, the whole thing was probably a good hour, weren't it, Tommy, there, and like walk back and stuff. Yeah. And we just, dis we just discussed about... Um, like, I think it, the conversation is more like checker we were on the same page and checker that we both wanted to do something on that level, if you know what I mean. Like, not like a small yeah. sort of project. It's like, now I want to have, like, a corporate, like, a proper, like, big business kind of thing. Mm. Um, it was just, like, putting ideas and putting things past you, like, what was on my mind with it all, and you obviously sharing what you had in your mind about things um 
And yeah, that's it, unless you think of anything else that I haven't covered off. That's how. Um, no, it was essentially just, well, us just having a conversation just to see where do we see ourselves in this future and with everything that was sort of going on, I think that's what it was. And obviously, you know, both of us chatting that actually, you know, maybe we could try and get a idea to happen, if you know what I mean, I think. But yeah, it was essentially just us having a, a conversation what we want to achieve in life and do want to sort of, in a way, partner up and, you know, create something great, you know, um, essentially. In a nutshell, that's that's what it was from I remember. You know, I remember it was really sunny and I remember burning my skin as well on that day. It was like, it was quite hot, yeah. yeah it was nice, like, like <laughs> when I think back to how this whole entrepreneurship come about and business stuff is that I started with where we're at now. I started researching and looking into marketing and then more specifically affiliate marketing. Um, and then I went on a tangent of other things and learning other things, even like drop shipping and everything, even social media marketing is where we were when we had that beach conversation is where we started social media marketing yeah. we slowly, like very quickly realized that it wasn't the business model that we see in ourselves doing daily i think that's a key thing for anyone starting out and a little tip yeah. there is that you've got to be happy with what the daily looks like and what the mm. routines and and the to-dos look like Oh, with social media marketing, it's constant outreach for clients. You're working with people, whether it's on the phone, email, um, yeah, whatever outreach strategy you have. And you, I, yeah, sorry, you go. I was, you go. I was going to say actually, I was, yeah, I remember that when we first sort of started. I clearly remember that it was outreach, outreach, outreach. It was between more fifty to a hundred, I think people a day try to outreach from like the local businesses to anywhere on sort of like LinkedIn. Um, yeah, it was, it was absolutely mental. But at that time, because we were still sort of like learning everything, I remember that was like, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. But it was, yeah, it, it was really hard as, and I think we'll, we'll cover this off with a sort of future podcast, what the differences are between obviously affiliate marketing, SMMA and other sort of business, like business ideas and stuff. Yeah. Like from where we started and what we're doing, it was. It, I don't know how some people can do it. Like it's hours and hours of outreach, 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 cold outreach. You try your best, different avenues, and yeah, for us that didn't seem to to work. Which I, uh, you know, I think went for the best. Really, to be fair. I think for me, like everyone's different. Like I'm, I'm a hard worker, and I, like I like to work to work smart as well as work hard and at the, at the same time like I didn't like how it made me feel that I was employed but by myself like I was trapped to yeah. you got to hit these numbers or go above these numbers every day you've got to constantly back to back on the phone every day of the week if you want to get somewhere and then once you've closed that client and everything contract everything you've then got to deliver on what you've promised them basically or over deliver on what you've promised them yeah. and not saying we couldn't do that we could we do it yeah definitely we could do it but we had some 
that we've successfully closed or just about closed. Um, but I think sort of it didn't become fun. It's he slowly started to realise that the business model wasn't fun, or I didn't feel it was fun for me. It wasn't me. Yeah. And then you start then searching no, and going again for other stuff, and then and then I've come full circle back round to the first business model I come across. I thought was too good to be true at the time, but then I've I've realised that no, it's a certain way of going about executing a blueprint. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, so much better. Definitely glad we came away from that. It's it's crazy how with SMMA you tend to sell yourself a lot, and I know this might sound bad for like the listeners and the viewers, but with SMMA you do have to sell yourself literally your soul to that person so they can trust you with obviously their funds their money to create something for them you know and i remember obviously having those numerous conversations with people you know what can you do for me what price can you do it for when can you get it done you know what else can you offer me for that price you know it was constantly something and you got to the point that i think we've we've had that with a couple of the couple of the clients i remember one in particular which i'm not going to mention the name but i hope he's doing all right with what he's doing um, it literally, can you offer me this for that price? Can you do it a little bit less? Can you do it best? And to, you got to the point that literally it was not worth doing it because it didn't didn't give you any profit, didn't give you anything for the amount of time, for the amount of money and effort you were going to spend. It wasn't worth it at all. This is why, again, when you first started SMMA, it's, it's horrible. It is horrible because you do everything yourself. You spend numerous hours on stuff to to deliver for that customer, um, you know, and to get it right as well, you know, to, to get it right. Because again, you've promised them something. Obviously, their expectation is, "Well, I pay you the money. I want that sort of be seen." It is hard. It is it is hard. Like that whole concept. I, I know there are some successful people out there, and as actually kudos to you. But I think their beginning must have been so much harder because now. If you sort of, you know, signed five, ten clients, you've got people outreaching for you. You've got VAs, as they're called, you know, who who, who can do it for you, if you know what I mean. You just sort of take the, the final piece of the puzzle and you put it in, like you're speaking to the customer, you're sort of confirming everything and stuff like that. But, yeah, when you first started, absolutely mental. Uh, the hours spent, I remember, obviously, through lockdown and stuff like that, when we first started doing it, it was it was horrible. It was literally from the morning till late evening, just going through place to place, emailing, emailing, emailing. When you found someone, you get on a call. Uh, yeah, it's it was just yeah, just nerve wracking as well. It's just like, is it going to be alright? Is not going to be alright? It's crazy. Yeah, I think like, uh, like when you first start off with any business model, you got to have like that painful period of that starting off and obviously when you grow a bit more you can have people work for you and stuff like that to take away but I could see very early on that it didn't matter you were still having to be on the ground with that business model if that makes sense you're still having yeah. to be in the trenches of this so to speak of being it and it's like yeah and I know people will be on here and say and disagree. I'm sure they will, but that was my take, my experience from it. I, 
I didn't believe in the model. And if you don't believe in it, you're not going to give it your all or your best. So, yeah, exactly. Same as what I was saying earlier. You've got to love what you do and be able to turn yeah, up every that day. Is correct. Turn up every day with a smile on your face and give it your all. You've got to enjoy it. You've got to enjoy the business model and what it is. So. And I, I know now, and so we finally found that. So another one that I've got for you, I'm just going to fire another one away. Why not? What do you think the future holds for for us as obviously as as a business? Um, so future sort of for me on like a personal level is that I'd love to go more traveling and see more places. Um, Ex, like experience more life experiences and this business model and this um, journey we're going on can definitely um, fulfill all that fulfill all them dreams um, yeah I've always wanted to be living remote and have a remote lifestyle um, through work through what I live in um, to everything um, in terms of business, the, I'm going to sort of segue into uh, like about the brand really here. And the idea is that um, when I thought this idea for Alpha Media, it was a different name and different thing at the time. Um, and the business model sort of changed slightly over time. But I believe it's something that, hasn't and doesn't exist as in alpha media is a, a business section of a bigger picture of a bigger brand um basically to put it in simple terms is that you'd have sections so if basically like our market is to young males so i know through life or what i've gone through and experienced is that i found a lot of life lessons too i wouldn't say too late because i'm st i'm still young but found them later than what i would like to have found them and i want to pass on to the next generation those life lessons earlier so i like the idea of um, someone landing on our piece of content and being able to improve not just one aspect of their life multiple aspects of their life so whether it's from a business point of view which is the alpha media section which is this uh, later to come in the future um, more of a fitness sort of a well-being side of the brand uh, for young men um, and then also like a motivational sort of section uh, of the brand as well so sky's the limit really but but i don't want it it's going to take time i know that because i don't want it to be a half like a half ass or half effort i want it to all have the same quality and the same standards through it all so it's going to take time to build up to that um okay, that is cool. the dream that is the dream like i don't believe it exists because 
the word niche specific or niche in this in the entrepreneurial business space is what's thrown around a lot and you need to become targeted on a certain thing well I do believe that but you can still have especially in this modern day and age with the internet you can have targeted sections of an overall business brand you can have one one corporate yeah. name which has got several aspects underneath and I want I want it to be that good that it's going to have people I, I wouldn't say employed but associated or part of the brand that are big in their own space that they're in so if there's a certain fitness influencer or a certain fitness person that's knows their stuff and thingy they will be yeah i'd like to think that I, in time they'd be a part or we'd have people like that a part of the brand that would take care of that side of it so it, it's massive the idea is massive i haven't i haven't fell short of shooting for the stars that's for sure i don't believe it exists i feel it's something that will do well in the way the internet and the metaverse and the future's going. I've put a lot of thought into this. And uh, that's sort of where I see the brand going. I know that's probably like, a, wow, a big idea or a big thing to people. And like, some people are going to disagree with that or agree with it. I, I know that. But it's because yeah. it's because it hasn't. I, it hasn't, I don't believe it has, I haven't seen it, maybe it is out there, but I don't believe it's been created, so people won't understand it because it's not out there. Yeah, I, I personally haven't seen it, to be fair, like anything obviously of that sort of uh, magnitude and scale, I, I haven't seen anything like that, so it'll be exciting to obviously to create something like this and actually, you know, for people to, to enjoy essentially the content, isn't it? Cause it's all about their enjoyment and obviously learning something from that as well, isn't it? That's what we sort of all about. You know, we've want to teach those individuals to what we've, we sort of gone through and the things to look out for and, you know, how to do things, how to create things, you know, to have something better in life, isn't it? Is that from fitness, cars, lifestyle, whatever, like literally there's going to be a lot more to come. Obviously, this is just sort of the, I was going to say, the, the baby steps into something bigger, really. But, you know, it is exciting times ahead, I will say that. Cool. But, yeah, just to, like, nail, nail down, like, what Alpha Media is about is it's we're in the online education space. Um, anyone aspiring to start an online business? We can show you the blueprints and show you um, the direction and um, where to go and where to take it uh, for what we believe the best business model out there. Um, and yeah, all, all the other stuff I spoke about is um, ideas for the future. So just watch the space. It's exciting stuff. Yeah. Um, like I'm really looking forward to how it's going to sort of pan out over time, how it's going to go. But you got to start somewhere. Yep, that's true. And if you want that quality, then it's going to take time to build up. If you try and take it all on yourself and rush it, then it will just become 
like a flop basically to something that, that would have been really great. So. Yeah. But yeah. We definitely don't want to make this as a flop, do we? We want to make this as a success. So. Yeah. So, have you got any, like, to add on that or anything to sort of finish up with on that? Um, I think you've covered quite a lot of it after, really, what I wanted to add. But, yeah, essentially, we just want to show you the ins and outs of how to obviously create a successful business, what are the ways of doing that, like very sort of like we just want to show you how we want to show you the way it's done without any failure on the way if you know what I mean so obviously you know we want to do that but also the aspect of like what you've mentioned about and I said the fitness everything else combined as well it's sort of like a lifestyle channel as well with, with, in terms of that but yeah exciting stuff, stuff to come I look forward to obviously our second podcast with a special guest we're still not going to mention who that is uh, we'll keep it as a secret um, so yeah, now it's just uh, you know exciting times ahead. It's good. Twenty twenty two is because it's going to be a good year. Cool. So yeah, um, just want to say thank you for listening and joining us on this podcast. Or if you've seen the visual on YouTube, uh, thank you for um, taking time out of your day to see our first podcast. Um, please leave a comment or any feedback. Uh, thumbs up uh, it'd be greatly appreciated and obviously if they're YouTube subscribe um, it will all really help and mean a lot to us um, and yeah look forward to the next podcast where our special guest as Dave says I'm not going to say who that is um, someone in the same space and in the marketing space um, and we've already got some interesting questions lined up um, to sort of get to know this person a lot more so looking forward to that a lot yeah the only thing I can add to that stay tuned guys because it's going to be a good one <laughs> yeah that's it for today uh, thank you very much and uh, over and out from Alpha Media Team <laughs>